Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined today by our good friend, Dr. Jake Jacobs. Jake, how are you? Oh, pretty good, Duke. It's a, it's a doc party in here, I'm telling you. What's <laughs> so, up, doc? <laughs> so we have um, further evidence that the country is going to be very difficult to save as long as the media is gaslighting the way they have, right? Uh, we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden is in his right mind. We're supposed to believe that uh, the economy is buzzing along. We ha we're, we're being taught, told to believe that the, no problem at the border, Jake. And now the latest gaslighting is, is that, did you know, uh, Joe Biden is now like Abraham Lincoln <laughs> oh, no, no, because no. he went to the Ukraine. Oh, no, Talk no, no, about no. that. Uh -uh. No, he is George Washington dodging British bullets. No, no, no. Better yet, better yet. He is Abraham Lincoln facing Confederate cannon. And I got even one better yet. He is Winston Churchill staring down Stuka dive bombers. So, Duke, you can relax. The country is saved. Well, let's be careful, Jake, because although, even though Biden's a white man, he's a white progressive man. Those guys are, we know that Winston Churchill is, is being canceled. He's just a mean guy. He had a bad policy towards the Indian, uh, the Raj, right? They're all being yeah, canceled. Yeah, and Washington's yeah. being canceled because he owned slaves. And of course, Lincoln hated Indians, apparently. But now Joe Biden is actually better than those three presidents because he didn't do any of those things. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think we have a clip related we to this, do. don't we? Let's take a look. Yeah. Yeah, I think what Biden did today goes straight through two centuries of proud American history. Uh, just what you said earlier, uh, Joy, presidents, you know, let's, let's say that LBJ and Nixon used to go to Vietnam, but they'd appear on an American airbase that was pretty well controlled. To find a, a day of this kind of presidential bravery in a war zone, you've got to go all the way back to 1864, July, when Abraham Lincoln as president went to see Confederate soldiers who were firing on Washington, D.C., uh, on the brink of taking it over. And literally, uh, Lincoln got up and some guy behind him who didn't know it was the president said, get down, you fool. And, and Lincoln turned around and I wouldn't have liked to be that guy seeing the president's face of, of disdain uh, asking who the guy was. But Lincoln was there to show determination to see the Civil War through. My God, the look on Joy Reid's face is like, who, who are all these people that this guy's talking about? <laughs> what country is she talking about? Those right? are the bad white uh, guys, by the way, yeah. that she can't stand to begin with. You yeah. know, Duke, it's almost like uh, Steven Spielberg is wrong going, action, take three. And then Joe Biden gets on the stage with Zelensky. I think, if I'm not mistaken, CNN, well, there's a CNN reporter there, and he said, you know, we haven't heard sirens in Kiev for many, many days. And then all of a sudden, action, take three. Yep. There were signs. Do we have a clip of that? Yeah, by, we do. We do? So yeah. to, to set that oh, up a little yeah, bit better, okay. not only were the optics what this is what was all about, but like you said, it's been relatively calm in Kiev. And what do we got now? We got just coincidentally air raid sirens going on. Play, roll the tape. Aviator glasses. <laughs> and did you see the way he was walking? <laughs> like he couldn't see where he was going. Like he was very odd. Uh 
ostrich need when he this, was watching. This is obviously choreographed. Yes. You and I know that he's a feckless, weak, senile, Paul von Hindenburg caricature, correct? And he, if he's running again in, in, in 2024, he'll be like 82 in, in his mid-80s, like Paul von Hindenburg, who was manipulated by Adolf Hitler, and this is nothing but political stage. Well, that's exactly, I think the left has come to grips with the fact that they want Biden again because people are the media has already decided they're going to treat him with kid gloves because of his age and yet that allows com uh, complete people who have never been elected to, to be pulling the strings right it allows a bunch of people who we didn't elect in his cabinet the the, the left-wing fringe that surround him the, in the White House those people are completely unaccountable. They're going to be pushing radical leftist policies, and he'll just stammer through them. Yes. And then you've got an apparatchik who's his uh, uh, public speaker, right, the one who comes out and lies from his press secretary. She's shameless. So, yeah. and, and then you got a, a, a compliant press who don't argue with her. So <laughs> why not go full left? You and I both know it's, it's for all practical purposes, the third administration of Barack Obama, right. Susan Rice and company. I think what's absolutely hilarious about Biden though too, I call them Bideninsky, because I think he's half Puerto Rican, half Jewish, half black, half Italian, half coal miner. He goes to synagogues, black churches. He's, he is a quintessential political chameleon, right? All things to all people. Well, I mean, there's nothing there to be to even to even to suggest that he's a Machiavell anymore. He's not. He's an he literally the definition of an empty suit and an empty mind. Right, being dragged out like the Soviets used to do to their senile premiers. Remember those pictures of uh, Brez, uh, Brezhnikov? Not Brezhnikov. Uh, help me out. What's it? Brezhnev, uh, no, 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 Brezhnev, no, Brezhnev, Brezhnev, Brezhnev. Yeah, yeah, right. Is that is it? Yeah, Khrushchev, Brezhnev. Yeah, okay. okay. It's been so long. These guys are already on the ash heap of history. But I'm thinking of you know not Khrushchev, the, his successor coming yeah, out. Brezhnev. Yeah, yeah, Brezhnev, and they were showing pictures of these guys yeah. dragging, the, or, or more perhaps appropriate, the way they trotted out Fidel at the end, right? Uh, Castro, the way would bring him out when you could just tell he wasn't there anymore. And, and the whole thing is, is kind of shocking. Let me ask you this question. If Donald J. Trump was president, did exactly what Biden did, an unannounced drop into Kiev, right, in the middle of a war zone, what do you think Joy Reid would be oh saying about God. that? He's a Nazi, he's a fascist, he's a manipulator, it's all a show. And on, remember the time when Trump gave that speech at West, uh, the West Point, and it was a real damp day, mm -hmm. and he came down the, the podium very gingerly because he was afraid he was gonna slip. Oh my God, Joy Reid and The View and the CNN and, and MSNBC, they all said, oh my God, look at this senile old president. We know the duplicity that's going on here. Well, I think it's even worse than that. I mean, I think they would try to turn it into some kind of uh, Biden getting close to the Russians again. There oh. he is. I mean, think yes. about it. Would, yes. would Donald Trump have risked the danger if he didn't know Putin was going to be, he was working with Putin behind the scenes to make sure that this came off a certain way? Either that, or it would be Russian prostitutes peeing on him again in a Russian, in, in a Kiev hotel room, right? It would have been some kind of weird, uh, nonsensical kind of made up 
garbage that they did from Trump from the very beginning, before well, we even started. What just popped into my head is when President Trump called Zelensky and was saying, hey, is there some, we got to look into this, the, the possibility that uh, the, the prosecutors looking into Hunter Biden and yeah. Joe Biden's relationship to corrupt money with Burisma. And, and Zelensky said to Trump, he said more or less like, I've got information. And that was what led to the very first impeachment. Think of this. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah he uh, goes on to say, uh, uh, Besh Loss, that we just saw that clip. He continued, quote, 1814, James Madison is president. This is how rare this is. Went to Bla uh, Bladensburg, Maryland, an area that we both know pretty well, Joy. And there was a battle of Bladensburg. The Brits were just about to conquer Washington, D.C., just as they were as the enemy soldier, uh, just as they were as an enemy soldier, group of enemy soldiers was in 1864. Uh, that's the jarbled text here that I'm trying to read. But again, the fall of Washington, right? The, the, the last time, really, uh, you had a foreign power in a battle on So he's got Biden with soil. James yeah, Madison. Exactly. In but they, they, but Duke, they called, they got a hold of Russians and, oh, by the way, we're coming over to Ukraine. Come on. They called it deconfliction. Ah, we, we need deconfliction. Yes. What the heck? To me, the bigger problem here is what I said at the opening. When you have a media like this, I mean, how does one combat Pravda. this? Pravda. How, yeah, how do you, how, when you think about the degree to which media collectively, we're talking about social media, we're talking about the network, we're talking about cables, uh, cable TV with the and even Fox News is not what it was 10 years ago, right? You're absolutely so, right. The newspapers are all co-opted. So the question is, how, how does how is change possible, Jake, when the goofiest things that Biden does are painted in such grotesquely hyperbolic ways? And the realities of what he is and what his son is and what his relationship is to the truth completely ignored. Well, that's why we have the Dr. Duke show and um, Freedom Project Media, because people need to come to sources where we can cut through this balderdash, Duke. It, is re it really reflects, sadly, it also reflects on the state of the American people, because they're allowing themselves to be duped by the lies. And, and, and you know, to quote Solzhenitsyn, live not by the lies. And Solzhenitsyn used to say, we know they're lying, and they know we know they're lying. We do know they're lying, yeah, but again, do we anymore? I, I, well, I love that you brought that up. That Solzhenitsyn makes a great point. But do our young people know that they're lying? Do they? Do the college professors who teach our kids, do they point out to those kids that these are lies anymore? I don't think they do. Look, hanging around with you and Alex Newman, you know, I, 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 if you'd have talked to me a couple of years ago, I would have said, yes, they know. And I, I've been in education. I've covered six decades in my, my life, my career. But I'm telling you what, in 2023 right now, you guys are on to something. Look, Jake, you walked away from teaching last year. Yes. Take the last class of kids you taught well, a year ago before you quit teaching. Yeah. Do you think most of those kids would be able, had enough history to understand that this kind of stuff is propaganda. Would they know it? No, 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 no. They, no. They, they, would, they would come to my class the next day and say, wow, what a valiant, brave thing uh, President Biden did. Right. And they would be convinced and of my, it. And my university kids as well. And their teachers, rather than trying to disabuse them of those lies, further them. So we've got Beschloss here from CNN. He went back to Lincoln, and then I wrote you, read you another quote yeah. where he went back to Madison. Madison 
but that's not enough. He's got to go back to Jefferson, uh, excuse me, to Washington. Quote, it goes back to one other thing, he says. George Washington, in 1754, before he was president, long before, was in the French and Indian War, of all things, and he was in danger of being killed himself. That often happens Dodging to soldiers. Dodging bullets, yeah, right? That, Dodging bullets. Isn't that what happens to soldiers? He wrote to his brother, the bullets whistled past me, and I found something charming in the sound, he said. That's the same moment that Biden had toddling down the road with the air raid siren Action, going take off. three. Sirens, please. Come on, President. You can walk now. <laughs> Duke. Oh, and it's even this better. Is, this is Huxley mixed oh. with Orwell. It's it's grade it's B grade Hollywood cheap film right is what this is and that's not even enough how about this quote for you while Biden's visit was not the first time as a president a president traveled to a war zone his appearance his appearance marked the first time a president visited a war zone that did not involve U.S. soldiers so all those other pre pre presidents they did it to support the, the the troops in a war situation this brave man went without any American soldiers present, which really elevates him above those three racists whose books you have in front of you. But Duke, to me, uh, uh, the fact that he would even go without the protection of, he's the commander in chief of the United States of America, that he wouldn't go with the protection of our troops shows a profound sign of incompetence and a dereliction of duty on his part. He should not have been there. Not that it was that dangerous. We know it was choreographed, but my whole point is it's dangerous, it's dangerous. And they go, well, Nixon went, you know, he was protected by American troops and LBJ was and, and whatever, uh, Reagan was, or whatever, whatever other president, but he wasn't ridiculous. It was a stupid move on his part. Well, uh, there's a lot more to say about this, but and again, to me, the takeaway of all of this is you know, and, and I, I have a slightly, maybe slightly different view. If that's what he wants to do, go right. I mean, again, he was never in danger. He was right. never going to. There's no way his handlers would have let him go into a dangerous war zone. Right. Never. So, the, so I don't buy that. This was not they, ever dangerous. They called the Russians. See, remember that. That's right. And yep. So there, therefore, it was staged. So I'm not worried about that aspect of it. Still to come, secret China donations to the University of Delaware soar after the opening of the Biden Institute. We're going to talk about that next from father to son. Okay, Jake, uh, you brought another story. This is really interesting. We have an exclusive secret China donations to University of Delaware have soared after the opening of the Biden Institute. Talk about this, Jake. Well, Duke, I got to tell you what. First, it's uh, uh, the silence in the 2020 election when the New York Post, the oldest newspaper in American history, came out with uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. And, and incriminating evidence pointing to the, the Biden crime family syndicate when it comes to making money in Ukraine, Moscow, and communist China. And so what we see here is, is we notice that we get this Biden Institute established. You know, what did Shakespeare say? There's something rotten in Denmark, where there's something rotten in Delaware and in D.C. Because literally millions of dollars are funneled into the University of Delaware, along with the University of Pennsylvania at the Biden Institute there. And there's a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that it's coming from those who are working with the CCP. 
the Communist Party of China. In fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, do we have a clip on this? Well, we can play it right now then. I mean, look, Tucker, if you look at the nexus of these financial ties that the Bidens have with China, um, you have to go back to the Chinese state and you also have to go back to Chinese intelligence. Uh, let's keep in mind, Hunter Biden got three big deals in China. Some of that money he shared with James Biden, you know, potentially it went to other family members. If you look at all three of the businessmen that made those deals happen, those ties are there. The first one was a guy named Che Feng. He ha helped set up Hunter Biden on that BHR private equity deal that netted Hunter uh, perhaps $20 million based on estimates. Uh, when he set Hunter Biden up with that deal, Che Feng was partners with a gentleman named Ma Jian, who was the vice minister for state security in China with responsible for foreign recruitment. You know, the hypocrisy of this is galling, Jake. I mean, th this isn't even just since he's been president. Right. Go back 50 years. This guy's yep. never had a job. 50 years. Life for politician yes. since 1972. Since 1972. That's stunning when you think about that. I was in high school. <laughs> and how much has he enriched himself over and over his family, his palatial mansion in Delaware, all of the money that his kids have grubbed off of his influence? Again, if this were a Republican doing this, it would be the, the, the angry left would never stop talking about it. You got a book here, yeah, right here. that deals with the whole situation. Red-handed red by Peter Schweitzer, who we just heard, absolutely full of incriminating evidence. In fact, our very own Senator Ron Johnson was on the committee investigating the Hunter Biden laptop, and the media went after Ron Johnson, attacked him, tried to, I call it Alinsky him, tried to assault Alinsky him and destroy his character, calling him a liar, when the fact is there's preponderance evidence leading to the relationship between Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, and what's, what do they call him, the old guy or the big guy? <laughs> the was big it, guy. The big guy, and... Uh, with money. There's follow the money, the communist Chinese CCP money. When we talk about money, the University of Delaware, 6.7 million in anonymous donations. I like that anonymous, right? Just random Chinese people saying, hey, I'm going to send my hard-earned money to the University of Delaware. No, no, no. You're right. It's the CCP, right? So anonymous donations from China, including direct funding from the Chinese government itself. All this after Joe Biden set up a program there in his name, according to a Government Accountability Institute analysis. That's a lot of scratch for the University of Delaware. And you said, you also correctly pointed out, same thing's been going on for years in Pencil at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, wasn't, didn't, didn't they appoint him as like an honorary professor? Mm -hmm. Yes. And he would show up once in a while and chit-chat with the kiddies. And never taught. <laughs> no, he never Hundreds taught. Hundreds of thousand dollars. Right. He made more money than almost anybody else teaching at that school. Well, you know, he, as a half Puerto Rican, half black, half Jewish, Half Italian, half, you know, Bideninsky. I mean, this guy brings a lot of diversity to these kitties. Don't forget to add half awake. Half a coal miner. Half awake, <laughs> half aware. Uh, right? There's a lot of things that he's half of everything. I can and, tell you what, we, we are laughing right now, but am I, is it too much for me to say this is treasonous? This is, this, this is evil stuff. He's an evil person.
And he's been getting, think of this, he's a lifer politician. He's the epitome of what the woke folk hate, old white guys. And here's, there are all these old white people in Washington, the, the Chuck Schumers of the world, the Nancy Pelosi's, even the Mitch McConnell, and all the money. He even has connections with the communist Chinese. All the money and power that these corrupt politicians are making, and Joe Biden is the the epitome of the quintessential uh, like you said it's beyond machiavellian you know the 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 entire four years we had donald trump everything trump did was treason right everything every aspect of his uh the way he won the election was treasonous the, the way he carried himself the way he talked to people was treasonous the way he he was he tried to rein in the communist chinese that was treasonous somehow too uh, and then all the way up until uh, the end of his term when you had the so-called rebellious riot at the White House and at the Capitol building. It's unbelievable. And yet when it comes to even the, 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 the criminals who uh, in our former uh, armed forces who betrayed the trust of the American people, sold secrets, right? These, he's bartering them off and buying them back, right? Uh, the deals he's done, Biden, to get people back who have betrayed this country. Even on a lesser case, Brittany Griner, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, the, the lengths he's willing to go to to bring these people back, none of that's treason. None of the stuff is, rises to the level of treason. This kind of stuff, it's worse than treason in some ways, though. What, what it says to me, Jake, is that we do not have a functional government that's that's not corrupt anymore. No, our, and, our, and, and our, this is true when when Republicans are in power no, too. No, I, I, it's, I, it's true. I as agree well. with you. I agree with you on that. By the way, uh, the book "Permanent Coup" deals with everything you just got done saying from the moment Donald Trump uh, came into office. The leftists, the wokocrats, the mobocrats, the Democrats were hellbent on destroying his presidency because he was exposing how absolutely deep and wide that swamp is in Washington, D.C. And it, it not only reflects the evil nature of Joe Biden and his ilk, it sadly reflects what's happening. It's the state of America, the state of the people in this country that aren't rising up and saying enough already. And the very nature of this this uh, uh, Pravda, you know, propaganda machine that is just continuing in this perpetual lies upon lies. Yeah, and you know, we go circle around to where we began this segment. We could like, circle back too. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yes, sorry, Jen Saki, right? <laughs> yes. I I still ask that question. I mean, we have an edu an uneducated group of young people under the age of thirty. I mean, they don't they they don't have enough context to understand this. Okay. They don't even understand how things work. So how would they know ultimately that this kind of self enrichment, this kind of skimming off the American uh, goodwill to elect you president, making all this money, making money for your family. Why well, ask the question? Why? Why is it that when you go to Congress, even for eight or ten years, you come back home mil with millions of dollars you never had before? They make what, one hundred and eighty, two hundred thousand dollars a year. H how is it that you go to Congress for six or eight years and suddenly you've got money 
to burn. You got millions in the bank. Where's it come from? Well, a lot of them don't they end up going back to D.C. and becoming lobbyists? They become lobbyists but, but before they even become lobbyists. I mean, there's something that once you're a congressman or a, certainly a senator, it's enriching to the point that you, the, there's no way on your two hundred and fifty thousand dollars salary you're going to be, and living Make in D.C. right? Where are you going to get this? How does that happen? Yeah, yeah. It's a sad state of affairs, and our founders warned us about this. It's exasperating, and that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions or comments or want to support the show, simply please visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at The Dr. Duke Show, thanks, and we will see you next time.